Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. Welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name, as always, is Devin Turak, and I'm, of course, joined by my good friend Patrick Gleason. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. And so, actually, it's not just out of the basement, but onto the deck today. Indeed, out on the patio. So it's a beautiful sunny day. Uh, we decided to play some games and then sit out on the patio and drink some beer and uh, record a podcast. Yeah. Well, first nice weather we've had in a while. Yeah, a very long time. So Ottawa, as soon as the nice weather hits, it's sitting outside the deck as soon as you can. Um, All right, so let's start off with our weeks in the hobby. Pat, what have you been up to? Uh, well, besides, we'll talk about the Star Wars Legion today. Sure. Uh, for gaming-wise, I haven't been doing too much because it's it's just been things going on where people couldn't commit or mm-hmm. had to cancel and stuff like that. So no no role-playing games. Um, I'm running a tabletop Warhammer 40K narrative campaign, right. uh, which is going okay, but uh, a couple people... One guy especially didn't understand how it was supposed to be, like, a narrative game. Right, didn't understand the concept of what a narrative game was. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this things can change back and forth. You could be outnumbered. You could have enemies show up that you weren't expecting, that sort of stuff. Uh, But he dropped out, so that made it better. Uh, Pendragon, we haven't had to do Dark Heresy. For gaming, hobby-wise... I uh, took a hobby, or a painting tutorial yesterday with Zach mm-hmm. uh, from Brushfire Studios. Right. That was really well done. Uh, there was actually 16 people signed up for it. That's not bad. That's, that's, a, a, that's a good turnout for that's painting. Uh, exactly. Course. Much better turnout than he thought. Uh, it went from 10 to 4 with a you know, break for lunch and mm-hmm. that. And he he would go through, he, would, he did really well. He explained it, what he was doing, then have, have us do it. We, For the price, we were given paints, uh, Primaris Base Marine, and brushes. And everything, and all of these you got to take home. All of these we got to take home. That's awesome. So, and I took a lot of pictures, which will be going up on the, the Facebook soon once I get a, a video together of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was interesting seeing how all the different people had different styles of doing painting in that. Uh, so, mine were pretty more basic. Right. Well, <laughs> I, you're just starting out. Yes, and I also forgot the magnifying glass because I can't see without you know magnifying glass. Right. And so the face, I didn't even bother trying. It's like it's a blob of paint. It's like, <laughs> blah, there you go. He's got a certain amount of face. Um, for computer gaming, I, I got back in a little bit of Dawn of War right. 3. I uh, haven't had a chance to play it as much as I'd like to. Um, just all stuff going on. But I'm, I've tried to play at least once every couple of weeks, get in there for a little bit. Yeah, I still haven't uh, picked up Dawn of War 3 yet. Yeah, it's, it's quite good. I'm a big fan of the franchise, though. Uh, for movies, uh, I've, I've started watching some old ones. Like I saw The Matrix again, mm-hmm. and I'm like going, yeah, I remember why it was still still holds up. Like the original yeah. one, not the the ones afterwards, but the original one was really well done. I still prefer Dark City for the telling of the story okay. than The Matrix. You know, sort of the oh, we're being controlled by something outside our own. You mm-hmm. know, our memories aren't our own memories, stuff right. like that. Uh, I also started. Well, we'll talk Ready Player One because I did a. Uh, review of it, so it's online. So I'm not going to talk about it. I'll let you talk about your experience with it. Sure. I saw, started to watch Lost in Space, the new TV series. Mm-hmm. I could only get one and a half of the shows done. Really? Everyone's raving about it on the Facebook. The science is horrible. Okay. It's, it's complete, like, terrible. You, this is stuff you could Google easily. Right. Like, they had, in one area, they had, the, it, it's a frozen area. The ship hits the glacier. And because I guess the heat of everything, it mm-hmm. sinks in the sinks in, which is fine. Yep. But then they're like, "Oh my God, we got to get out, or else the water's going to freeze." And the water froze from the bottom up, <laughs> and it trapped one girl who's wearing her environmental suit. Right. Trapped it in her for five hours, and she didn't like nothing happened to her space suit. It was her space suit was fine. 
her, her mask and everything her did not crack nothing. Yeah, that, that seems fine. I don't see a problem Wait with that. Wait for it. Keep that in mind, okay? Uh, but so she's there five hours because it has internal heating. Right. But she didn't have an extra oxygen mask on her. Okay. You know, five hours. Where's the oxygen? Like, there's a problem here. Like, oxygen, you need oxygen more than just, you know, a, a swimsuit, basically. Right. So that's where it failed. And then, like, there's more, but I'm just using that as an example. The next show, they're trying to get the ship free. And they're like, oh, we have to be careful or else the ice will crush our ship. If the cold vacuum of space doesn't crush your ship? Well, it's also if the girl was fine for five hours stuck mm. in the ice and they'd freed her using magnesium, like they'd burn magnesium over top, on yeah, top of her. that makes sense. Except they were doing it when her hand's like partially free. Like okay. they put a whole bunch around her hand and like, um, you know magnesium burns at really high temperatures, right? It does. And yeah, it's like, okay. Um, so like just stuff like that. Uh, Patrick Ramsey put it well. It's... They overlook science and character uh, strengths or whatever to make the story happen. Okay. Like, the dad's supposed to be this ex-military special forces. Like, he's super trained. He's He knows everything. He's always aware of everything goes on because he's been fighting and, and doing other stuff for years, right? Okay. So, when the, when the spaceship crashes, he runs around they in a frozen area. Like, this is Tundra. And um, he's running around for, well, half an hour, an hour, whatever. He never noticed his suit's ripped. And he's getting air from the outside. Okay. Which would be super freezing air. Right. Because it's a frozen tundra. Yeah, and he never noticed the, like, uh... Well, if the suit has internal heating, maybe he just still, didn't notice. It, but he'd... That, but, yeah, but it's it's just... How would he not notice a cut? Like, that's something that he would do. He'd, he'd check everyone's suits to make sure they're fine. Because they showed him <clears> to be super careful, super... Right. Like, but is he maybe super protective of everybody else and kind of ignores his own personal... No, no. He, he knows what he's doing for himself okay. as well. And so that, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just, you're like, why would he think that? And, yeah. So things like that. A whole bunch of other ones. So I couldn't get past that because it just kept glaring mistakes. Okay. And that's why I haven't continued watching it. For new movies, uh, not too much. Like I said, just doing a lot of... A bit of Jessica Jones again. Um... And Black Lightning, catching up on that. Yeah, I still haven't started Black Lightning yet. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to watch it as soon as every episode has been released for the season. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem is I don't know how many episodes there are, are in this season. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Because they started later, so I don't think it's going to be a full 16 or 22 or whatever. Right. They, they've got what, 10 or 11 so far. Yes. Yeah. So, and I don't know if I should start now or just wait until all the episodes well, are released. I think, well, that's because it's for CW. So, the, I believe the CW is either finished or soon to be finished their run. Because they usually finish okay. April, May is when they finish the TV seasons. Okay. So, it should be done very soon. Okay. I'll, I'll let you know so you can check it out. Sure. Now, I'm looking forward to it. It looks interesting. Yeah. I like the fact that it's kind of a, a different take on superheroes than the regular CW shows. Yeah, exactly. And the other gaming thing we did is today, the Star Wars Legion. Right. Which, but we'll uh, talk about that talk like later in the next segment. Yeah. So Okay. So, for me, um, I don't think we've talked since I came back from Adepticon. No. Well, we did for Ready Player One. Oh, no, we saw Ready Player One before yeah, you, you left. you and I went to see Ready Player One together, but we didn't record a podcast. No, no, exactly. Did we? No, we didn't. Doesn't mean we, we've talked. Oh, you mean on the for podcast? Yeah, I mean for the podcast. No. no. And Adepticon, yes. Okay, That's... so so the last the last uh, episode that we had out was before I had left. Yes. So this year I came back, and uh, my big thing from this year's Adepticon was uh, 
it, it was the launch weekend for Star Wars Legion, put out by Fantasy Flight Games. It's a um, multi-unit war game. Um, I don't want to call it a skirmish game because it's it can, be, it, can, it can be played at skirmish level, but yeah. it's not really meant for no. skirmish level. It's meant for large uh, battles uh, yeah. between armies. Um, so when I was in Adepticon, um, I did the demo at the Fantasy Flight Games booth, and um, I, I made sure I waited though to do that demo until after all the core box sets uh, were already sold out in the in the entire con. Yeah, I remember reading that. You were just like, hey, so I wouldn't because you love Star Wars. You're like, I, I I'd love be, Star you're like Wars. I'd be I'd be so tempted to buy it if I did. And right, you're and, and, to... I, and I wouldn't be able to avoid buying it. I wouldn't if I had played it and loved it. And there was still a box set available. I would have just walked over and bought it. So I intentionally waited until they were all sold out. Then I played the demo and said, "Yep, it's an awesome game. Um, I can't buy the the full box set, but I'm going to try painting these stormtroopers, and I want to play Empire anyway." So I picked up one of those uh, one of the uh, stormtrooper expansions boxes, just so I'd have some guys to paint and just get used to um, how they look, how they look, how they get put yeah. together, um, what's required to do the painting, that sort of thing. And then on the last day, <laughs> um, apparently one of the local um, uh, shops who had a booth at the at the con brought in a, a couple of boxes that they'd been kind of hiding hiding the back or, or had it at their shop. They brought them in to sell at the con, and I've made friends with some of the locals who live there who were at the uh, in in the vendor hall early that day. And they're like, "Hey, Devram, guess what we got for you?" And they're like, "Uh." Dev, uh, don't hate us, but uh, you should come down to the vendor hall as soon as possible. Like, what did you do? What did you do? Yeah. And they had gotten them to put aside for me a starter box for <laughs> fucking Star Wars Legion. So now I have a starter box for Star Wars Legion, and in addition, a extra stormtrooper unit. Yes. Yeah. Well, fuck. So now I have to paint them up. Yeah. And within the week yeah, after you I it. got home. You had great. You, you right, dedicated so yourself to just that. I, I got home on a Monday, and by that, the, the following Saturday, all of the Empire troops and the um, the speeder bikes and Darth Vader were all done, yeah. and I was starting to work on the uh, the rebels. Yeah. And the rebels are done. And, yes, we uh, played today, and we finally sat down and played um, played a game today, which we're going to talk about again in segment two. Yeah. So that was the big thing from Adepticon. There was a lot else that was going on there. I also got into Shadespire. I got to try that for the first time. And that's a really super fun game put out by um, uh, Games Workshop. And it kind of takes place in their um, Warhammer Fantasy yes, yeah. world. Yeah. They're, they, what they're now calling Age of Sigmar. Um, and it uses the same models but not as many models, so it's this is very much is a skirmish style game. But it's also almost gladiatorial sort of, like not quite. It, it's not quite, but, but it's, it's, it's very similar to that. It's yeah. um, like the maximum unit size you're getting in this game is like five, maybe. Yeah. So six. it's similar to the uh, kill team for right. Warhammer 40k, where right. it's very small, like five, six units. Right, oh, but, sorry, models, not units. Exactly, models. models. But unlike kill team, where you're putting your units together from existing 40k, you. Uh, uh, Models or, yes. or miniatures or or units that have been created for whatever faction you want to play. In this, they're re- they're releasing specific models just for this game. Okay. So, but you can't, can you can can you use them as? I, I think you can use them because Warhammer tries to make sure you can play them in different areas. Right. They do right. Try to... I mean, yeah, you can take take gene stealers from say Space Hulk. Yes. And, and put them into into Warhammer, Warhammer 40k, 40K no yeah. problem. And yeah, like like the, the the only ones I've seen so far are the orcs. 
the um, what they call the Stormcast Eternals, the the humans. Yeah. And um, and um, those are the only ones I've actually played as a demo. <clears throat> um, so the, the rules on on how the units activate and how they work and 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 their, the combat is actually different than Age of Sigmar. Oh, really? So okay. so that yeah. part doesn't really transfer. Well, it's back it's same as uh, I was going to say the Horse Heresy board game I have. Right, right. It's, the units you can use the units in a Warhammer 40k right. normal tabletop game, but the rules are are very different. Right, well, right. Because it's very streamlined to, exactly. make, to make it like a board Fast. game. And, th- and this is meant to be like a uh, like a beer and pretzel board style game. Yeah. It does have a. <clears throat> Uh, experience mechanic, where over time your units can get better, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But the, the way it's meant to be played is just you like a beer and pretzel skirmish game. Yeah. You play it five models. It takes forty minutes max. Oh, that's, that's nice and fast. Yeah, yeah, so. super fast. Um, so when I got home, um, I was going to say you also recorded another uh, drunk podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> well, I'm talking specifically about uh, um, uh, gaming stuff. Shadespire. Oh, Shadespire. Okay. Um, I went out and bought the uh, the the dwarf troll slayer oh. faction. Oh, because troll slayers are awesome. I love troll slayers, no. and uh, they look super fun to play. You have to put some pictures up. On yeah, I've I've, I've got them base coated, and I think I've got the flesh kind of painted on. Do they them, have, but the, they so have the crazy mohawk. Oh, they do. Yeah, every single one of them has a mohawk. <laughs> yep. They're they're super awesome, and and I mean I've loved troll slayers ever since the the days when we were playing the, the Warhammer fantasy, fantasy role playing yeah. game. They've always been like kind of my go-to is start with the troll slayer, troll slayer, troll yep. slayer. Um, so yeah, while I was there, um, I was actually part of two separate recordings for the Freebooters Network. Uh, the first one was um, Anonymous Tabletop. Yeah, and this is actually my the third year that I've been invited to the Anonymous Tabletop recording. And the second one was actually uh, 40K Radio. Only one of the 40K Radio hosts could make it this year, so. A couple of um, our friends, local friends here in Ottawa, came down for the first time to their very first Adepticon, and I invited them to come along and uh, and sit and, and be on the recording, uh, to talk about their experience. Because, you know, JF, who's the host that was there, I mean, he's been doing this for a decade or well, more, yeah, sure. almost since the very beginning. Uh, so it's nothing's really new to him anymore. I mean, he has a lot of fun, but it, it's it's more like work. Yeah. And well, he's seen it all, but like he's right. Not but but I mean, he's he's a pretty big player in the the team tournament that's mm-hmm. there. Um, I mean, he hasn't walked away from a team tournament without at least one prize, nice. whether it's painting, whether it's the display prize, yeah. whether it's um, I don't think they've won any combat awards. But they but but for the the amazing armies that these guys put together, that that team, they've nice. been coming for years, and every every year they walk away with one of the painting prizes, and so it, it's kind of like. It's a year-long commitment for him. He starts as soon as the last Stepticon is over. They start planning their next round of armies. Every year they put together a different arm, full, full army. Wow. So four 1,000-point um, uh, uh, armies, all with a theme, all kind of painted the same the same scheme. Um, That's a lot beautiful, of work. Beautiful display board. Yeah. Like every year they put out a brand-new army. So that it's, it's basically a year's worth of work. Mm-hmm. Getting together all those units, uh, getting them all um, painted up, uh, making them all look the same or at least similar enough that, that they'll pass off as a single unit. And they're, not all of them kind of live together. I think two of them are, uh, well, one, one's his brother and the other two are people who live in, in Montreal. So I guess they, they can get together from time to time. But anyway, so it's, it's, a, it's a year-long work for him. Meanwhile... Our friends who came down, this is their first time. They just took whatever armies they normally play, yeah. and they 
put to put it together and just went to have a good time. But that was Nathan and Owen that one Nathan joined and you. Owen, correct. That joined you. Because Joe also went down as well. Yep, he was there and um, Matthew. Met, met you. Yeah. Uh, they're the only two that I managed to run into, so I invited them to come along. Well, yeah. In fact, I think Owen was the one I invited, and Nathan was just happened to be with him. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll be there too. Yeah. Anyway, so we had a great time recording that episode. Um, both are available on the Freebooters Network. Um, there was another episode that we were supposed to record. That one ended up not happening because the guys were just too busy. That was the yeah. Nerdhurters. That, anyway, that was Adapticon. My favorite trip of the year, basically. Yeah. I've, I've gone six or seven years in a row, and I, I don't want to miss it ever. No, and what's interesting is now I'm, I'm, I'm planning. I'm going to be going next year. I've already talked to uh, Terrace from... Uh, Geek Nation Tours yep. to go next year. So congratulations, Dev. You've managed to convince another person to go. <laughs> well, I've got you go on board. Um, Owen's possibly joining. Yes. Nathan's already signed up. Um, we're talking to Jace, yes. who if, 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 if things work out, he'll it, be able to go. He'll, he's, he's interested as well. Joe so. wants to go again, but he's just not too sure if he'll be able to because he's doing other commitments as well. Yeah, he's talking about maybe doing the Lost Babies. And two so kids. Two, like a, oops, sorry. A baby, a new, fresh-born baby and right, everything. So. Right, that has a way of taking both your time yeah. and your monetary uh, But I know they enjoyed it and they're looking forward to getting more. Uh, I know a couple other people are interested but they're not sure right? In that. but yeah so I'm looking forward to so next year I'm definitely going to be there for, Awesome. Yeah. So if you're a listener and you're interested in going along to Adepticon and you want to go along with Geek Nation Tours to have guaranteed access to the hotel uh, guaranteed access to a VIG badge which went within three, minute, three minutes You said VIG. VIG, very important gamer Oh really? Okay. Oh cool that, so that that VIG upgrade went within three minutes of the of the uh, the store going live. Plus, loot we bag. get it. We get it included. That, the, the loot bag is the VIG bag. Oh, we're the, okay. Yeah. The, your regular um, con attendance gets you a, a small bag with like maybe a hundred dollars worth of stuff in it. Yeah. Probably not even that. The VIG bag is probably close to three or four hundred dollars oh, worth shit. of stuff. Well, it's, it's a crazy, crazy amount of stuff they cram into. And plus, and we're it... kind of hoping that next year Fantasy Flight Games is going to include something from Legion oh, nice. in that bag. That'd be awesome. Well, see, I'm going more for like to talk to the authors and stuff sure. like that from Black Library and that. Yep. yep. But have people since there. it's going to be two of us from out of the basin are going to be there. We're definitely recording an episode. We're definitely recording. Plus, guys, if anyone's listening and can make it down, we are going to be giving out loot. We yep. are going to have our own swag to hand out at the Depticon. Yep. Shirts, mugs, probably some Maybe other t-shirts. Or, t- uh, not, um, um, baseball caps, hat, t- you know. Yeah, hats. maybe. Yeah. But yeah, all sorts there's, there's going to be stuff there for you guys to come on down and, you know, drink with us. And game. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I do very little actual gaming when yes. I'm down there. The one thing I will be doing is, um, I've talked about it with a lot of people. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast. Something called the Meat Grinder. Yes. This is the most fun you're going to have at Adepticon. It's also the most stress you're going to have. Every Everyone who wants to take part in the Meat Grinder, they paints up. A, a, a mini. It can be from any faction. Any, well, it can be from any game. Any game. That's it doesn't right, have yes, to be Games right, Workshop. Yes, right. It can be. It can be Privateer Press. It could be um, Malifaux if you wanted to waste a very expensive model. Yeah. And the whole thing is, you paint it up, you make it look as beautiful as possible, and then everyone who's involved in that round of meat grinding, um, there's there's a. Uh, uh, paint ju- a paint a judging contest for yeah. how beautiful your model looks. And the ones who are involved in the thing do the judging. Correct. So everyone gets a vote for a model other than their own. Yeah. Um, and those votes are tallied up at the end of the whole thing that we're doing. And then you enter into a battle royale where everyone has the same stats, everyone has the same um, attack dice, defense dice, everyone has the same movement. So everyone is is identical in their statistics and how they yeah. Move so it doesn't matter what the model looks like. It's it's yeah right. 
and it's a, it's a free-for-all, and last man standing wins. Anyone who dies gets their head chopped off and gets thrown into... The model. A, it, the model. <laughs> it gets the, the model's head gets chopped off, and the body gets thrown into a meat grinder, a yeah. literal meat, meat grinder, grinder yeah. and ground into dust. And the heads are then placed on either a plinth or on the um, model, the, the base of the model that wins, yeah. and is given to the winner as a trophy. That sounds, that sounds amazing. It's the most fun The one I want to do is some of the narrative games. Yeah. Uh, Joe from uh, RTTR was telling me about them, where they, you, get, you get victory points for buying your opponent's shots. Sure. So I'm like, that, that, <laughs> uh, I'm going to lose, just buy me more shots. Yeah, the, the one you're specifically referring to, that's known as the 40k friendly. Yes, the 40k friendly. And the friendly is the most fun you're going to have at Adepticon. Oh. Um, if you if you are a seriously competitive oh, you 40k like player, then you want to be in the grand tournament. Yes. But that is the least fun you're gonna have. Well, no, but the, those are for the, the the power competitive guys. Right, exactly, uh, exactly. You and I are nowhere near that. Well, I first of all, I would never play 40k at Adepticon. No, because it takes up two of your days. Yeah. Well, the, from what I understand, the narrative or the fun ones don't take up too much. Yeah, time. I think the narrative is only like one full day. It starts yeah. early in the morning, goes till like late at night. Yeah. But that would be fun. But like I said, yeah, I wouldn't do the, the competitive one either because yeah. I'm not, well, I ain't not that competitive to start with right. and don't know the rules super well. Yeah, exactly. To be like, oh, well, no, this one, this point value is worth more than that point right. value. So, uh, but no, yeah, so. so anyway, and, that's that's my Adepticon wrap-up. Had a no, super fun time as always. And also had your birthday there again. I did, yeah. I, this is the last year my birthday is actually going to be at Adepticon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, the next two years, um, the dates are just slightly off so that my birthday will be before I get to Adepticon. Oh, uh, no. Unfortunately. But it, it's fine. We're still going to have an amazing mm. time. No. Um, so, yeah, if you, if you want to go on the Geek Nation Tours tour, that, that was the point I was actually getting at before we got sidetracked. Yeah. Um, if you want to be on the tour, uh, within the first 24 hours of the of the tour going live, a third of the spots are already filled. Yes. So they're going fast. Um, and the other thing, cool thing about being on the tour, you actually get a week's advance access to the 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 cart. Yes. In order to select the games or whatever it is you want to do there. Do, yeah. And like I said, like the VIG goes within minutes well, of that cart. No surprise, yeah. And since we get access to it ahead of time, you can you you basically have no competition. You will get whatever it is you want. Well, no, I was reading because uh, Terrace from mm-hmm. the he's like yes, you're saying. You, you get all this at the dinner. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. yeah. Plus, dinner. You, you don't have to worry about picking up all your crap. Don't, all your stuff is gathered for you and, and delivered and to they you. And they already have your room reserved for yep. you, so they don't, you just show up and start having fun. Exactly. And the, another good thing is there's a, a dinner planned every night that you're there. Yeah. And dinners are included in the cost of the, um, of the trip. Yeah. Um, and the hotel rooms and everything. Uh, right. So the three of the dinners are held at the hotel, and those are... Okay. Yeah. Well, they're going to fill your stomach. But the more the more important thing is, while you're sitting there, you're you're interacting with other people at the con. Yes. And then they, like one of the, the dinners is the uh, the welcome dinner, where there's always people from a couple of different podcasts or from other um, game yeah. companies who come and at, after the dinner's over, we we get together and they Meet demo and a game or they. Um, or you'll you'll get a chance to try out something new that they bring out that year. That's kind of cool. And then another one of the dinners is it's called the Industry Leaders Dinner, where we're talking CEOs of major companies, like not Games Workshop. They no. they just they just sent reps, but, but still, 
the CEO of uh, of Magic Games. He's really? always Ronnie. He's always there, um, talking about whatever they have coming up. Yeah. Uh, Anvil Eight Games. They're going to be there this year. Fantasy Flight Games apparently are sending a um, a group to demo Legion at oh. the industry leaders dinner. Nice. So for yeah. people who haven't had a chance to play Legion in the upcoming year, you'll get a chance to do it there. Uh, there's a high chance that some Legion something is going to be included in yeah. either the VIG bag or specifically for us when we're there. Nice. Now I have a question for you. Just sure. going to FFG because mm-hmm. you were also doing the X-wing for a while. I was. Yep. Um, did they have anything new coming out for X-wing at the? Oh Adepticon? my God! Every year there's well they, they don't they don't have anything specific. Specifically released at Adepticon. Yeah. Every year they've got a new wave of um, uh, models that's yeah. being released. Sometimes even every six months they have new waves coming out. So um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of new stuff available at Adepticon uh, for demo. So that's anyway. That's Adepticon. Um, other than that, have I seen any new movies? Well, we saw Ready Player One, which I really liked. I mean, I I read the book uh, two or three years ago. Loved the book. I mean, it's been probably one of my favorite books that I've read in the past three or four years. Yeah. And really enjoyed the movie. There were some obvious changes that were made, but but they were meant mainly just, just streamline the storytelling yeah. so it's not like a four or five hour movie. Like, they didn't go at all into how he he does all of his education in the Oasis. Um, the but, whole how he gets the first clue, that's all different. Well, all the clues are different. Is, all, it, is all, every single one of them? Every single one of them is different. Is it? I didn't yeah. even, see, I didn't even notice. That's the yeah. whole thing. The, this movie is so good that it doesn't even matter that it's uh, there, there's that might major change from the book. It still had the same feeling of the book, and it had the same flavor, and it was just super, super fun. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I already put a review up, so I'm hoping right. people will check it out. Sure. Um, I did enjoy it. It's an action fluff movie. Yeah. And, uh, and but, but it's all that 80s nostalgia that's involved. Well, that's, that's the, that's the that's, part that really sells yeah. it. Uh, so that was movies. Um, other than that, um, I did see one new movie that I didn't think I was going to like, but ended up really enjoying, and that's called A Quiet Place. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, so that's actually directed... Isn't that a horror one? No. It, it's a horror, horror movie. Yes, yeah. But it's a horror movie involving aliens. Oh, okay. Or, I, yeah, I think we're, we're suspecting they're aliens, because at some point there's a meteor crash that they talk about in like the background. So it's uh, not related to Cloverfield, though. It's not related to Cloverfield, okay, as far as I know. Yeah, because I know Cloverfield tried to do like when they had ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, it originally wasn't supposed to be tied into Cloverfield. Yeah, but because Cloverfield did so well, right. the studio's like, hey, you know what? Can we get an ending that sort of ties it into the right. whole thing? Right. Uh, so that and because of the meteor thing, that's where I was thinking. Maybe. Right. So, th- so this isn't technically related to it, but it's in the same genre of, of Cloverfield. Um, and the whole thing is the, the creatures in, in the show are attracted to sound. And so the, this family has an advantage over other people in that they have a deaf child. So they're all already used to communicating without sound. And sound plays such a huge role in the movie. that It's really well done. So there's, there's one of the children is deaf. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you're, you're involved in her perspective... You lose all outside sound. Oh, really? So she's, oh, you're getting, she's you're in getting silence. So you see, you're kind of getting how she's um, perceiving, seeing, the world. perceiving the world. Exactly. And then, um, anyway, it's a really, really well done movie. Um, I didn't think I was going to like it. Halfway through the movie, I'm going, this is kind of silly. But it's really good. Okay. It's really good. Um, what else have I done? For video games, still doing a bit of Star Wars here and there for um, The Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, still doing Diablo 3 uh, a new season launched recently so oh, really? I've, I've been in, into that um, there is a uh, a demo kind of uh, a beta build for 
what the Defiance game is going to be in the next run. Oh, really? Okay. So it's called Defiance 2050. Oh. It's, it's free beta this weekend for uh, closed beta for people who had signed up earlier. Okay. Because um, I like that. Defiance is one. I started playing again a little bit here and there. Yeah, well, it's, it's a super fun game. So in this new version of the game, the storyline is identical to the same. So it's identical to the game, except that what they've changed is they've changed how the skills work, they've changed how weapons work, and they've changed how weapons are modified. Okay. So... That's the the new aspect they're bringing, and I, I guess eventually at some point when the, when the game goes live, the original Defiance will kind of stop being Defiance, and there will only be Defiance 2050. So I guess we're losing the old. Do, do, do your characters from the old yes, ones yeah. port over? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're they're working on uh, on how and how and and in what capacity your existing items that you love and okay. Have already used. In that in that case, I'm gonna have to start playing some. Yeah, Defiance, just, just, just to, to get, get up as high get, as possible. Yeah. Sure, I'll have to give you and Paul a Skype thing and say, like, "Okay, we're going to." Yeah, yeah. Soon. Well, I'll definitely go back and I, I really enjoy playing that game. Yeah. Actually, um, there's a, there isn't a lot of story to it, so just having friends along and just going out and well, destroying that, well, things. But that's what I like because you don't really like. It's better with your friends, right? Because yeah. you need the friends to do the, the missions. But you, don't you can but, do every mission solo. If you but want. it's more fun. Just it's way more because then it's yeah. There's not too much. To the storyline itself, really? Well, actually, it, it does have a pretty in-depth storyline, but, but it has no actual like anything you do has no effect on, no, the, on I mean, the world. Yeah. So like things respawn all over the time, right. missions. But it's still fun, especially with your buddies. Yeah. It's like okay, we'll sit there, have a few beers, play some you know Defiance, and especially since we can do it online. Exactly. You know, you, don't have you can to be, be at home room. with your boxers. I can be at home, you know, with my beer. Yep. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, other than that. Uh, the only other thing is, this is the we're currently at the launch, not weekend, but so Monday is the preloading for the launch of the April twenty third, the new BattleTech. Yes, Mech and, Warrior. Uh, or no, no, it? it's not Mech Warrior. It's, it's actually BattleTech. It's BattleTech, and what they have, they've managed to get the licensing yes. for all the old mechs again. Yes. So the Rifleman, the Locust, the Warhammer, the Marauder, yep. they're all there yep. again. It's and the super Archer exciting. is just nice. The Phoenix Hawk, all those old ones that, oh, we didn't actually pay for licensing for those. So yeah, they, they've gotten licensing now. They made a deal with Harmony Gold, yep. and uh, and everything's fine. Which is great. Yeah, so um, the preload starts Monday, and then I guess Tuesday or Wednesday is when the uh, the game goes live. No, it's, I'm really looking forward. No, it's to called it. BattleTech, not MechWarrior, right? It's called BattleTech. Okay. Yeah, it's the new BattleTech put out by Harebrain Schemes. They're the same people who put out the uh, the new version of Shadowrun, the the video game. Okay. Shadowrun Returns. I've not tried that one. Have you tried it? Oh my god, I was on the Kickstarter, oh, yeah. and uh, I, I I've been playing that game for a very long time. I think I gave one of my keys actually to. Um, to Dwayne, yes, because uh, it was one game that that he knew he, he could he run. On, no, it would on run. Linux. It would run on his uh, Linux machine. Yes. And also, he loves Star- and he loves Shadowrun. Yeah. Um, what else? I think that's it for new uh, for uh, weeks in the hobby. Yeah. I think we can move on to segment two. What did you want? Is this where you want to talk about the Star Wars now? Yeah. So segment two is where I want to talk about this game called Star Wars Legion, put out by Fantasy yeah. Flight Games. So, like I said, it's a uh, miniatures battle game. It's meant to be a large army versus large army style game, not a skirmish game. But on, on, you don't have enough right now, so we just played more of a skirmish. Well, you have more. No, no. We, we played a small game. We, we played a small game. Um, well, the game we played is probably about. Four or five hundred points. Yeah. Normally, you're playing at around a thousand points. Well, in uh, four or five hundred points. In that one, I had two squads of uh, six troopers. Yep. Uh, one, a, with a, one with a special weapon. Each one with a special weapon. No. Nope. One with a special weapon. Nope. Okay. Each unit had one guy with a special weapon. Yes. Yes. That's what I meant. Um, and ATRT. Correct. A walker. 
and Luke Skywalker. Right. And on my side, I had two units of stormtroopers, again, each with a special weapon. Um, and then I had uh, Darth Vader, and I had a pair of speeder bikes. Yes. So that's basically what comes in the starter box. Yeah, and like I said, 500 points, it's still a pretty decent amount of units, right. models. And like you can go a lot larger, I know. But yeah. for, for a starting game... Because we didn't know the rules too well. We, we played, and it didn't take too... Like, it, was, like it, it took us maybe eight, two hours yeah, total. But again, we were still learning some of the rules. Exactly. And, and, exactly. And, a, a full game, when, you're, when you've mastered how the, the game is supposed to run, that'll take maybe 45 to, to yeah, an yeah. hour. Yeah. And it's a... It, uh, it's fantasy flight games, so they've done good, a lot of work. Yeah. They, they have their specialty dice. Now, my only... I'm going to bring in one thing I didn't like about it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't use the same dice as they've had for other yeah, games. Yeah, every game they put out has different dice. And that's annoying. And that's how they sell you more dice. Oh, I know it is. But it's it's annoying because it's like, guys, make it like just D8s or D6, like, you know, and just say a 1 is this, a 2 is this, a 3 is that. But I mean, you, you or, can do that conversion Or keep yourself. the dice the same between all your different ones, right? Because right. Armada is different, you know? Right. Imperial so, no, Assault's different. The thing is, Armada is different than uh, yes. X-Wing. But Imperial Assault is different than Legion. Yeah. So And, and th those are both very similar. Like Armada and X-Wing are pretty much the same game, just played on a different scale. Yeah. And Imperial. this Imperial Assault... Is and a this smaller... Is a, but Imperial Assault is real, really uh, like a four-man PC party. Yes. It's almost like an RPG. And it does have um, RPG experience mechanics as well, yeah. whereas this game doesn't. No. But it was it was a lot of fun. I'm glad yeah, you brought it. Super fun. Game. And uh, we like we tried to play outside as we we're saying, but it was a too windy for yeah, the cards. Yeah, didn't work out. And yeah, it's pretty interesting because you have the basic units, which are the troopers. Mm -hmm. Then they have different add-ons you can give to them. Right. Like, the special weapon was an add-on. Yep. The extra trooper was an add-on. Right. And then the uh, ATR, ATR, ATRT as well as the speeders have add-ons like mm -hmm. there's stuff you can add to them which is nice it, it makes a different right, right. So you, even though you have the same units you can make it different from game to game right and and the way you kind of normalize what each side is bringing is you have a points total in every card so every unit has a point cost every upgrade you give has a points cost so yeah. you total up what your totals are and you have to be under a certain number, and that's what you play with. And also, it shouldn't have been like, because uh, I know in X-Wing, it's in Warhammer, whoever has the least amount of points is the one that can decide to go first, right? Right. That's that's a, a mechanic from X-Wing that they did not bring over into this game. In this game, um, uh, I don't know if we decided who was going to have the uh, the die first. You you had it because it was your game. Yeah, yes, I, I, just just to make it easier, I started, I started yeah, with Yeah, because you're counter. the one who's already played it once and seen it. and so. But, so the thing I like most about this game, though, is... When you're determining who actually does go first, it it depends on what. Um, well, yeah, what's, you what's, get what's the word get, for it? Uh, command card. Command so, cards and, and unit, yeah, unit orders per se. Exactly. Per se. So you have a commander, and for that commander, you select from a deck of cards in your hand uh, a command card, and there are four command cards that are the the same amongst each faction. And then there's three command cards that are unique to the uh, the leader that you're using. And so you select from that group what command card you want to use but for, for that turn. you lose a card afterwards, right. except for each, one... Each command can only be used once. Yes. So you have to be very strategic about what command you use when in order to gain the, the most advantage. And also, just because you go first, it doesn't mean that... In the round, you're actually going to go first because it's based on the commands that you're 
that you've chosen the command that you've chosen. Right. So some commands are super fast, yes. and some commands take a lot more time well, to issue. But it goes between one and four uh, phases. I want to almost say speeds. Phase, speeds. Yeah. So between one and four, one's the fastest. Yeah. You activate right away. But it, that, that usually means you're only uh, picking one specific one unit. One unit. Yes. Uh, where, but also again, the speed doesn't make you go slower. Right. It just means, uh, you know. What phase you're going to go at, or stuff? I don't. I'm not explaining it right. You're but, not explaining it right. Uh, um, the way it works is, whoever has the uh, the quickest command, they're the ones who go first. Yeah. And if you have a tie, then you have a roll off, and then one one player gets determined who yeah. goes first. But it's also it, it goes back and forth. Right. It's, it's not like it's all not, you it's go not my and all army I go. Then your army. Right. You activate one unit. Right. And that's how you can speci- specify which unit you want to activate. You say, okay, this unit's the command is being given to this unit. I'm activating him, mm-hmm. and after that, it's random which unit gets activated. Okay, so what what we're not explaining properly is on each of the command um, options that you have in your command deck, each of the cards will specify how many units you can set as um, so you, you turn their 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 tokens, tokens upright, yeah, and then the rest are all. Kind of jumbled together into a into a uh, a mix, and you pick random. at random. So you you can on your turn either choose to activate a token that you know is is uh, has been issued an order, yeah, or you pick randomly from the the group you have left. Yeah. I mean, we only had four units, so that was yeah. And two of two of our units were troopers. Yes. So once if you if you have activated or if you have issued orders to the your commander your commander unit and your your our vehicles. vehicle unit. Then you know the random pulls are going to be uh, troopers. But if you have more units, then, exactly. also, then also, like because we had only had four, it it went faster. But it was also sort of made us know well what's going to go next, right? right? Whereas yeah, if you have seven or eight or ten units, right. then all of a sudden it's like okay, you have to be very careful which ones you want to set right. and leave random. Right, and you need to know where they are true also in relation to your commander because issues yes. orders can only be issued, so you can only designate units that are within three uh, range, range. range three yeah. of, of your commander. Yeah. Because yeah, they have the, the same as similar to an X-Wing in that where they have there's a range the ruler range ruler, mm-hmm. and then there's the movement in modif- ruler as well. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they don't correlate. So movement does not equal units of firing. Right. And, uh, and it was it was fun. The, uh, it didn't take us to learn to learn the rules. I mean, we missed a couple we forgot about. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, we learned. Yes, stormtroopers are a blade of armor. Like they're pretty much meant to be. <laughs> well, and and yeah, they, they get wiped out pretty easily. However, um, they're usually more. They're they're better at attacking, and yes, the are. rebels tend to be better at defending. Defense, yes. So the rebels have a special um, special not ability, but. A special feature where if they get a specific roll on on the defense dice, that gets transferred over to a uh, extra uh, health a dodge. Well, dodge, yes, yeah. Like, again, it's similar to the family flight uh, stuff from Age of Empire and that, where there's critical hits, hits, uh, not triumphs, but successes. Like the not the other one. No, um, it's. Uh, Hits, criticals, I, and I, the, I wouldn't relate it to the role-playing game, Fantasy, the fantasy No, but I'm just meant for the dice results. But it's more like uh, Imperial Assault. Imperial Assault, okay, yeah. So in Imperial Assault, there are the special dice where um, they have symbols on them. You have your hit and your crit symbols, but there's also a third one called a Surge. Yeah, because miss, hit, 
Crit so on, on on both the defensive dice and the offensive dice, there are uh, there's a special symbol called the surge symbol, and depending on what unit you have, that surge symbol either means nothing, so it's a miss, or that it, surge symbol gets transferred into either a hit, a crit, or a dodge. Dodge, yes. And on always on the defense dice, you have the ones that give you uh, shields defensive or dodge. Surge, yes. Yeah. So yeah, so there's, there's there's offensive surge and there's defensive surge. Yeah. So if you have your offensive surge. On your offensive dice, and your unit says that surge unit. Well, the, the, also the the healing the the it's usually d sixes are the ones that are the yeah you attack with d eights you defend with d sixes. Yeah. So it was fun, and we learned also dice go with you or against you. I mean, ways. Well, I mean that's the same in every die game, right? Any Dev, game where there's chance. Devram started off quite well. Oh he my was, god, I was rocking. He, I was. So I, I couldn't I, roll anything. I took something like three or four. Units yes. firing at my Darth Vader, and he shrugged off every Everything. round. I couldn't do anything to yeah. him. And, and then, then all of a sudden, he got into hand to hand combat uh, with Luke, and the guy. No, no. Dice. Well, he went. Yeah, he killed off one of my units. Yeah. He, he he wiped. Well, he didn't wipe them out, but he hurt them by doing the lightsaber deflect mm-hmm. back. They died to your stormtroopers right. to a man. Yeah. <laughs> and then Luke got in hand to hand, and that's where the dice switched, and yeah. also that's where I. Did the, the right play at that time, right? So Pat chose to use a command, um, a command card, on the turn where he got into hand-to-hand combat that gave him a second attack after his with first Luke attack with Luke Skywalker. With Luke Skywalker, so that meant that before I even get a chance to retaliate, he's got two rounds of shooting at me. And uh, t- or, um, no, uh, lightsaber. lightsaber, and lightsabers combat. are nasty. And I rolled really well on my attacks for both of them. Right, and so, I rolled very poorly on yes. both of them. So Darth died. Darth got. Carved to pieces. Yep. And then after that, and he, once Darth died, well, only, I've already, whole... already killed off your uh, speeders. Right. Okay. So let's talk about it from not not turn by turn, but let's uh, in the sequence of what happened. Yes. So first, your your walker moved up and started shooting at Darth. Um, at Darth, did nothing. Nothing. My speeder bikes kind of swooped in, shot at your troopers, did nothing. Yes. Then your um, your troopers managed to kill one of my speeder bikes. Yeah. And then the next round, the second speeder bike went, and that was, I think, the first victory went to you. Yes. Because you you destroyed my speeder bikes. Then I took out your uh, walker. Yes. And Which, then that I, was funny because Darth, it was hurt, and then yeah. Darth Vader comes up and finishes it off with his lightsaber. Yeah. And then I took out your storm, uh, your rebel troopers, troopers. as well. Yes, with the, heavy, with the heavy chain gun. Right. Yeah, yes. I, I specifically meant to take out that guy. Um, and then it was just you had Luke Skywalker, and you had one. Uh, rebel, uh, troop, rebel troop troop choice left. You had I had two troops plus Darth. Yes, but as soon as Darth went down, that was that's it. it. It was over. Yeah, and well, also I was rolling well, and that's you rolled very, very well. well. That's true. Yeah, because then afterwards, there was I, you still had half your troops left, mm-hmm. and then Luke Skywalker went in between them and like okay, yeah, and they're all dead in one sw- yeah. and one swoop. Yeah. So it, it was a lot of fun. Um, that's a great game. It's yeah. a super fun game. So and, I, and I like this back and forth activation. Yes. Uh, the one thing I don't like about um, about 40k is if Everyone you, you if, if you don't go first and you're going up against guys that have a lot of ranged uh, capability, half well, your army could be gone before you even get to a chance to move. Yeah, there's there's that because yeah, it's, it's everyone has movement phase, psycho phase, attack phase, assault or shooting phase, assault phase. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's you go all your units move, right. then all my units move. I right. do like the this one here, the the better the Legion one where it's you move a unit, I move a unit, you right. move a unit. No, and also if I haven't set my unit, it's random, right. which could 
mess up how things go. Right, exactly. you're like, oh, if, crap, if, I, I don't want that unit to move. I want another yeah, unit. If, if you have, say, three or four units of troopers available for you and you have one vehicle yeah. and you're pulling at random and you pull that vehicle and that vehicle's the other side of the board, meanwhile your troopers are almost about to get in hand-to-hand combat, yeah. then, yeah, you could be screwed because you just happen to pull the wrong card. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else is there to... You no... Know, um, News and comings, or uh, sure, we can do news and rumors. There's uh, a lot of really cool movies that are about oh, to drop. Ahead. They're heading, yes. Uh, so this upcoming weekend Infinity. is Infinity War, the yeah. new Avengers movie. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I'm not a fan of the guy they have doing Thanos. Really, he he looks wrong. It doesn't look like Thanos. Like his head's too too. There's there's too much forehead or something. I don't know. There's okay. something about looking at the at the Thanos that I don't like. Um, I don't know how well they're going to be able to do 47 characters in one movie. Oh, it's just insane. It's, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's never is, been done. This that, is one thing I, I keep telling people, like, when they were, like, the, the Marvel movies started coming out, they're like, oh, we want crossovers, we want right. this, and that's like, it's not going to work too well. It works well in a comic, because right. it's a guy, well, not one guy, but an artist and writer mm. put it together. They don't have to do licensing or pay anything. Those characters are usually owned by that studio. Oh, I, I don't even care about that. No, but what I mean is, so in a comic book, you can do a twelve series miniseries, right. like Watchmen, and that it's it's spread out over multi, like a whole year or more. So you have time to go into different characters sure. and stuff. In a two and a half hour movie, with all these characters, you're not going to have time to do any character arcs or anything. Oh, nothing. No, it'll be pure action. Yeah. This will this will be a one hundred percent action movie with no character. Development and but at all. F- for me, understanding how the movies are going to be made is. You have to pay the actors. Now, I know a lot of them are willing to work for you know less than they normally get, but still, this amount of actors who are, you know, Chris Evans, you know, he's got his own Captain America series, mm-hmm. right? He's being paid well. Yeah. So, and you, like, again, Chris Helmsworth, all those people, they're top-rated stars almost. So to put them all into one movie is a huge amount of investment. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You're not. It, I wanted to do well, and the, the Avengers movies have done well. But that's why DC is thinking probably scrapping a lot of the Justice League stuff because that's a lot of money involved. I and hope it, they don't though, because Justice League is the probably the movie that did best for them. Wonder Woman. Okay, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's. But I'm looking forward to it. And then yeah, Deadpool's coming out as well. Right. Um, well, May 24th, and I, I think they totally dropped the ball on not doing this on May 4th. Yes, I know. The so movie. They, they should do it on May 4th. Mm-hmm. The, the force be with you. They, yep. I don't know Disney what they're thinking, but. Yeah, so that, that's that's coming up in May. But of so course, it's, it was only one weekend after Avengers, right? True. So I, I could see it because it's the same studio. Yeah, that that is a good point. So they're like, okay, we want to have Infinity War go out for you know most of the month, right? And then we'll do Solo. Yeah, but still, it sucks. Dude. It sucks. I know, but yeah, Solo should be released. Like they they should realize May fourth should be for. For anything Force related or uh, Star Wars, Star Wars related. related, yeah. So I'm still looking forward to Solo. Uh, I'm not. I'm sort of a little hesitant of how they're going to do his background story in that. Yeah, we'll see if it's different from the uh, the old books from the Legends. Yeah, and that's because I mean technically those aren't canon. Yeah. So well, I don't think they've ever been canon. They've they've always. Oh just no no been... anything in the old books, Lucas said was canon. No, but even before that, I don't know if they were actually officially considered canon anyway. Oh, yeah, they're part of the whole extended universe, everything. Extended universe is not the same as canon. Though. It was. No, no, you know what I'm saying. Lucas, way back when, said anything in the, in the extended universe was canon. Okay. Yeah, so that that's where a lot of people are like, uh, you sh- 
want to have a canon? But yeah, and he was he was like, yeah, it's all canon. And then Disney came and, and said, like, nope, man, that's only the things that are in the movies. Well, so I was like, me, well, no, some of the books as well, but the new books. Only the new books. Yeah, but they're like, yeah, there's a lot of stupid stuff in here. There is. And let's just, uh, so it's, yeah, I think it's the clone, the animated series of clones yep. stuff is there, yeah. But anything, yeah, anything new is. Yeah, so Clone Wars, Rebels. Uh, anything from that was uh, on a theatrical release, yeah. and uh, and a few books. Yeah, but I do like the fact that they've uh, they've taken some materials from the extended universe and brought Wait, it into the new canon. It is, yes. Like, uh, um, oh my god, what the hell's his name? The blue dude, the Chiss, the the, the Grand Admiral, Grand Admiral Thrawn. 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 Yes, that was because a lot of that those that was a great trilogy. Yeah. And so, um, but they only they they cherry picked what they wanted from that trilogy. I know, but at least Thrawn's there. <laughs> I really liked the new Thrawn book that, that goes into his background. I haven't read it yet. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Did we talk about, sorry, Thor Ragnarok the last, I don't think we did. Well, we've de- we definitely talked about it because it happened in um, like March we, of last year. No, like Thor Ragnarok was just this February of this year? Yeah. Yeah, but okay. yeah, we've, we've had at least yeah. two episodes where we talked so, about it. Yeah, so, I hated it. Well, I didn't hate it, but I did not like it as much I as I would have. It, yeah, I know because you didn't like the comedy. Yeah, it was it was annoying. Um, what else? There's a whole bunch of movies coming out. Like this is a big year for superhero movies, though. Yeah. And well, superhero and the Star Wars for Solo. Yeah. Because uh, I know they they don't they want to have a lot of. There's so much history or available stuff in the Star Wars galaxy. Yep. I, I do want Solo to do well, so they'll do continue to do other movies besides just, oh, look, it's Skywalker, it's Solo, it's this, it's this. It's like, okay, I know Solo's there, but yeah. if this does well, they'll be willing to do other movies, like a Thrawn movie. Well, I don't, I don't know if they'll ever actually do a Thrawn movie, but they're uh, definitely doing a uh, Boba Fett movie, Yeah, which I'm concerned about. Well, yeah, because if they use the prequels as yeah. stuff, then yep. the... Django Fett and his fucking yeah. clones. Yeah, none, none of that shit exists in any game that I run. No. Oh, um, that's another thing that I didn't get talk oh, about. Oh, all your games you're running of Star Wars. Um, well, unfortunately, most of them seem to have, have dried up. The online game that I'm running on Fridays, that's still going strong. The uh, local game that I'm running using the Fantasy Flight system, that's still going strong. In fact, we've got a, uh, another session coming up next weekend. And finally, I got to go back to my D6 game because we haven't gotten together in six months because one of the guys had a, had a baby. Finally, we got together for the first time just yesterday and recorded another uh, session for the the Forces Always With You. Something else that's upcoming next weekend. Mm -hmm. Well, besides the uh, Eternal Vigilance Dark Heresy game going again on Sunday, Mm -hmm. Saturday is Tabletop Day. International tabletop. Right. Day. So I don't know if we're doing anything this year. We never heard back from Kessel. Well, they're they World Tabletop guys are they're just having people go and and run games. Okay. So if you wanted to, you could just go there and, and run some games. But that means we're not handing out prizes. We're yeah, not exactly. Doing... Yeah, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I know. I was like, and I also pushed back my Star Wars game to late in the afternoon so, so we could uh, actually do, do that. Exactly. I know. Yeah, oh, I mean, I still fun. might, still might go just to record some videos and podcasts of it to put up. Uh, I almost don't even want to go anymore. Yeah. Damn it. I know. Um, so, yeah, we haven't heard back, so I don't think we're going to be doing any of our own stuff there. So it's too bad. Yeah, it's a shame because we've done it uh, two years in a row. Yeah, and also in May is Comic Con. Right, I almost forgot about Comic Con. Comic Con's big. There's a bunch of pe- pe- people coming there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go like again. We haven't heard back from Kelso Ron for volunteering because right. we had a, we you and I had a lot of fun. yeah. That was that was a great. That, it was a nice way to get into the con without having to. Well, like, and also all the, we had to do was work for the for yeah. the booth. But that's fine because it was fun because 
people were coming by. We talked to them about the games at Kessel Run. Right. And that they were sh- doing demonstrations as well. Yep. We got to partake in some of the demo yep. games. We didn't have to like walk around for hours. We like just trying to find stuff. We mm-hmm. people come through us. We yep. saw everything go. We were allowed to take a break and go wander around, have some lunch, have some lunch. But to me, that was that was a lot more fun than any other time. Because yeah. like, you and I both hate the lineups and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and uh, there wasn't anyone last year that I really wanted to see as um, uh, part of the guests. Yeah, and even looking this year, there's some cool guys like Jason Momoa is going to be there. Yes. Um, uh, the guy who plays Air, um, uh, Iron Fist, he's going to be there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it was, and one of the doctors is going to be there, but yeah. I, don't, I don't really care that I, much I'm, about it either. So Same here. I'm not a big Doctor Who fan. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of the recent oh, series. I watched some of the older ones, but that's when I was younger. Um, the other thing I was going to say is uh, I had, had something there, but it's gone now for the Comic-Con, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, so we may be at the Kessel Run booth. Yeah. If we are, come down and hang out with us. If not, at least say hi to the Kessel Run guys. Maybe buy a board game from them or a card game or something. Yep. Show them some love. And the other one for our well, news and rumors, I know we're sort of, we're two and Yeah, we're, we're going back and forth. Um, my One of my favorite actors is losing his TV show. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I heard about that. Ash vs. the Evil Dead is, is dead after season three, four, three. Three. Yeah, season three. And it's too bad because I just watched season two. And I mean, it's it's a fun, over the top, silly movie or yeah. show, right? TV so, show. Yeah. Um, and it's it was good. And Lee Majors was back. That's crazy. As as Ash's dad, mm-hmm. it's like a perfect combination. Like those two are just great. And you can tell, like, like I love shows where you, that sort of character, like Supernatural, is going on for a thirteenth season, right? Which I haven't watched this twelfth season, but I. I they have developed like it's not the same show right. as it from season one. Yeah, and, th- and those guys really love those characters. And, oh, they do, and, and they have a lot of fun yeah. with each other. So that that always helps keep a show going because, you know, a like castle ended because the two stars had started having a lot of personal issues with right. each other and stuff, and they didn't want to talk to each other. So right. it's hard to keep a show going when okay, uh, I'll do a shot, but that person can't be in the same shot. Right. <clears throat> But, yeah, Supernatural, season 13, they have a lot of fun. Ash and Evil Dead, again, you could tell they were having fun with yeah. it. And it's just too bad it didn't get the, I guess, the ratings that Stars was hoping for. But it was always was a niche sort of show. I mean, I could see that show doing well on Netflix. Oh, yes. I could see Netflix maybe even picking it up and, and creating, like, a fourth or fifth season. Oh, I could see that easy because Netflix is, or even uh, Amazon Prime, because they're yeah. trying to get their own stuff as well. And, like, Amazon Prime has a few shows, like The Tick, which I... Uh, the live action, the tech, mm-hmm. which was which was fun. I think I saw parts of the first episode. <laughs> yeah, it looked interesting. Um, the actor doesn't have the physique that Tick should have, right? But he does have the matter, like he does pull off the mannerisms and all that sort of stuff. So it's it, it's good. And there's a Philip K. Dick one. Well, Man in a High Castle is a TV series based on the Philip K. Dick book. Okay, it's a really good book. And they have American Gods on there as well. Yeah, American Gods. Uh, I read the book uh, maybe about a year ago, it's, and it is a great yeah. book. And they have a really good cast on the show, so that's something else I suggest to people. To pick it's funny up. when that first show first came out, a lot of people were um, poo-pooing it. They didn't seem to like either the casting or the acting or something. Yes. Something about it that just seemed off to them. Maybe it's not quite hundred uh, percent the same as the uh, the book. And that maybe that's what they were worried about, but I'm looking forward to it. Like I, like I said, I really like that book. I recommend it. Amazon Prime, uh, or you're going to get the DVDs probably. Uh, uh, these days, I pretty much stream everything, so I'll, I'll find a a 
streaming service somewhere that's showing it. Oh yes, sorry. Yeah, because DVDs just get too, you don't have. Yeah, yeah, I don't have room in it for it yeah. anymore. Exactly. Yeah. I've got what three bookshelves like stuffed to the brim. Yes. And, and speaking of bookshelves, like just for the books for the Horace Heresy books, mm-hmm. I got to start buying e-books. What, what are they at? 40? 47, 48. 48. Yeah, Jeez. they're at forty-eight now. And like I said, they have that. That's just for the Horse Heresy. Mm-hmm. But now they're also doing the Primark, Primark series. Books, yeah. So there'll be 18 of those. Yep. Um, I've already read a few of them. I like them. But again, it's like I, my bookshelves are filling up. Yeah. And so I'm going to have to start going to e-books. I still like the old... I'm old yeah, thought, I, I like books, holding them in my hand. I, I have a really hard time reading e-books. Um, yeah. I can do audio books, no problem. And I can do physical books, no problem. But e-books... Yeah. It's just like the, it. the background glare and stuff like that. Or, or well, if, if you're using a proper reader, there's yeah. no glare at all. No, but it's also just like on the bus, I like holding a book. Yeah. Then I don't have to, you know. And in the evening, same thing. But yeah, that's just me. For, but no, I, so, I, I totally agree with you, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of too much more. Because there's, well, there's, we're going to have to do some more sessions coming up on a podcast. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be going through the... Because uh, we're definitely going to see the Avengers movie, Deadpool yep. movie, yep. Solo movie. Yep. Ah, hell, a lot of Adep- movies. I'm uh, actually tempted to see Rampage soon. Um, I will. I, I refuse know we don't to see Rampage. But it's, it's a big monster movie, right? Yeah, but it's so stupid. They took a video game that's a stupid video game and turned it into a movie. Well, no, no. What's worse is it's not just the monsters destroying things, which was the whole point of the game. Right. The game was you're playing the monsters, destroying buildings, eating people. Right. Now the movie is, ooh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's trying to save his big ape buddy who got mutated. Right. It's like... So, yeah, so one of the monsters isn't really the bad guy anymore. Now he's a good guy against the other two monsters. Yeah. There was a little monster on monster action, but... That's yeah. not what the game was about. Well, the game was monster versus monster. Like you could, it, play, it, it, you could, but it wasn't really but it was, about fighting other monsters. No, but it was a lot of fun, though. It was about if eating you, humans. Yes, but if you could have three, two other guys playing, you could fight each other. Well, another person, you'd yeah. fight the other monster. Yeah, good. See, I would always team up with the other person, really? and, we, and we would kill the oh, humans. Oh no, <laughs> it's far more fun. Yeah, chasing them down, running after their tanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna see it just so I can review it and and, and see how it compares to some, you know, the uh, the. Kaiju movies and stuff like right. that, and I haven't seen Pacific Room two. I have not really interested in it. But but that's like the biggest monster versus no, it's, giant it's, robot movie it's ever. From what I've been hearing, it's a Michael Bay version of it. Like it's they've Michael Bayed it. Okay. Which makes it really not so much fun. Mm. That's why I'm not going to see it. Okay. It's it's too much like Michael Bay. And mm. that so, uh, I think that's all I can think of right now. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. This is just kind of like a Sunday afternoon, sitting on the patio, yep. having a little chat with our buddies. Yep. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Devram. And we'll see you next time.